Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Did I, uh, did I shave my dingus with this? Maybe get into the shot. Yeah, oh, hey. What, what are you doing, man? Come on. Privacy. Kenny, it's Izzy, the prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. This is the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. Face me for Christ's sake. Brandon, I feel like we've done this this week. What are, what are we doing right now? And this is absolutely what we did. ridiculous. By the way, people on Instagram you... asking right now, the YouTube channel is youtube.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts. So for those of you who are already on the live stream, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button right now and subscribe, please. I have to pay Brandon's contract, especially since I had to have him pull double duty this week. This is but in, re in reality, it was his fault because he pretty much talked about his dick for 40 minutes. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to i didn't know what there was no way to segue i just figured you know literally i told brandon, I tell brandon he's got to do uh he's gonna do a little ad and so brandon <laughs> spends the first half an hour of the podcast talking about his penis what the hell what do you think is it joe rogan's podcast <laughs> look it was the best time to bring Damn, up, it's right? already better energy on this podcast i love it i already like this episode better so full disclosure what happened i don't give a shit what you were just about to say brandon full disclosure <laughs> what happened was there was just a domino effect brandon arrived late we had to shoot the skit late wow. so my computer went crazy everything went went haywire which is kind of why i renamed the episode beware of big dog too who gets that joke? Hit me up in the <laughs> chat right now. Who gets that joke? I know there's one person that understands the joke uh, because he got it right in our exclusive Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast Twitter chat. Where all my bays no, are. Wait, wait. So are you one of Kenny's K-Cups or are you one of Brandon's bays? Hmm? Oh, choose. I like that. You gotta choose. Brandon's bays. We need more bays in the chat, please. <laughs> and on Twitter. <laughs> We, gotta, we should make a t-shirt. We should, Brandon, we should yeah. make a t-shirt. Brandon's <laughs> Bay's sure, Kenny's yeah. K-Cups. It's like a 50, <laughs> and it should be like half black, half white, and not, not, wait, before, I, I should have thought that through when I said it. Not because uh, of Brandon's uh, skin color or my yeah. skin color, but just to have the uh -huh. dueling, the dueling colors, you know? Mm -hmm, sure. We know what you meant. Okay. <laughs> Unintended racism, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. What are you going to say? No, nah, this is ridiculous. Can can this just be episode 99? I mean, really? This is episode 98 and a half. The, come on. Eight and a half. I mean, like people Brandon, saw these half Like Brandon it. when he's fully... Anyway. <laughs> Beware of the big Wait, hot dog. Do, do you remember? Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you remember uh, where exactly it cut off? Like, was it like thirty minutes in, or was it like? Yeah, it's the other thing. It's like, what, you know, it was. Uh, what was it? Newton's law. What is what is it called? Law of. Uh... Oh, Murphy's law. Murphy's law. Thank you, Murphy's yeah. law. Well, Murphy, Murphy right. doesn't obey the law when he's got a you know freshly legal <laughs> Aaliyah Mysterio. But anyway, we'll get into that. Oh my God! <laughs> wow, I love it. Wow. Murphy's no law. Why are you going that? Way? Horrible. But we'll get into that because that is going to be a big topic. Uh, 98.5, uh -huh. yes it is. Just like your temperature should be, and if not, you pro if it's higher, you probably have coronavirus, and you should probably go to Walter Reed Hospital right now. <laughs> you know, sometimes See, I, I read hot when I get out of the car, right? When I, go, when I go to clock into work, and then what I do, I rub a little ice pack on the spot, and it brings my temp right down. Are you That's trying to say that you're hot, Brandon? Is that what you're trying to say? You're trying to say yeah. you're so hot? <laughs> 
I really feel that was like was that just... was like your way of trying to say how attractive you are. Like, guys, I'm so hot. I have to rub ice on myself. Are you Paris Hilton? I'm saying if you're temping hot before you go to work and you don't want to send you home to quarantine, you just cool yourself down with a little ice pack. That's all you got to do. No. I, I disagree. I disagree. Brandon, if your temperature yes. if your temperature is that high, you probably should get your ass home. First of all, no, your work doesn't even want you there in the first place. Brandon no, refuses no. to wear a mask. Brandon's walking around <laughs> walking around without a mask. I seriously all jokes aside, caught this guy without a mask when I went to his work. <laughs> you think you think that's a joke? I was getting ready. I was coming in. You know, I had to get straight. He up, was all the way in the. In I was in the back of the store by like the dairy, <laughs> where like the employee lounges or whatever. In strolls Brandon. I'm like, I literally followed him like just just a half an aisle just to see. And then sure enough, he's still not wearing his mask. I'm like Brandon, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? How are you? And I'm like, why why aren't you wearing your mask? He's like, ah, oh, man, it's not a big deal, man. It's like you know, it's coronavirus, not a big deal. But your beloved president ends up in the hospital oh. with, with breathing complications no, there, Brandon. He's going to be fine, I think bro. You've had, the best. I think plan, that you've had like breathing cocktails. complications for the better part of 32 years for the simple reason that there definitely has to be a lack of oxygen going to that brain of yours to be the way you are. And look, Diego, Diego by the way, is resigning right now because he is your number one Brandon Bay. And he's resigning yes. right now because of no. your lack of wearing masks. Don't reside. Look, I, I put it on when I clock in, all right? That's, that's, what, he, that's what it goes so, on. Wait, he says something, and that's, you know, that's one th a term in, like, American, the American language that I've always had a problem with, uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Because resign re means to re-up your contract, and resign means to not. So it's, like, literally the same word, just with the space in it. Come on, America, <laughs> we can be better. Wear your masks. Don't end up like your president. And all jokes aside, man, like, come on. Like you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. What? And that's my thing. It's like, like he should not be in this scenario right now. He shouldn't. He was set up, bro. Oh yeah. He set was set up. up by the air. I, I'll tell you. This was an attack. This was an attack by China. China, China, maybe. Like, fuck, China man. attacked. Idiot. I'm sorry. I don't usually <laughs> get political on this podcast, but this is just downright stupid. All right. But anyway, oh, man. speaking of downright stupid, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that Retribution, <laughs> a, a organization who is technically hmm. anti WWE, attacking WWE, are signed by WWE. How does that make sense? This makes sense. You know, T-Bag or whatever his name is, he tried to explain <laughs> it by saying on Twitter that WWE was losing more money by not having them signed, so they decided to control the chaos <laughs> by signing them, which is basically a way of saying I'm identifying with my captor. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes sense. That makes perfect Stockholm sense, Syndrome. right? It's like me and Brandon. Yeah. Like, I can't fire this guy because I, I love him too much, even though he abuses me verbally and mentally, because I, it's definitely yeah. an abuse of my brain power having a conversation uh. with Brandon. <laughs> oh, man. What, what do you think about uh, Slapjack and the... Uh... I, I think nothing of it. The, the only <laughs> Slapjack I'll ever accept is uh, Stevie Ray, Booker T's brother, Stevie Ray, and his finishing move, the Slapjack. Sucker. <laughs> but you, so you don't you think this is just going to be a temporary thing they'll end up dropping the names and the whole angle pretty soon this is just to get to the next pay-per-view sort of thing i think i 100 percent think that this is a temporary thing and that's why i think it's funny that everybody's kind of like has a problem with it everybody's going online and they're like oh it's a stupid storyline i don't see this going past survivor series and not only that, you know, coronavirus made a full babyface turn this week. Not only did they try to take out Trump, but they also took out Retribution, so we don't have to see this storyline, all right? <laughs> all, all jokes aside, I hope everybody in Retribution's okay, but, like, how sucky is that? The fact that they just started the storyline, they finally get on TV with these characters, it's not received as well, and then all of a sudden they come down with, like, uh, this COVID situation. So, so full disclosure, let's, yeah. let's explain what's going on. An NXT prospect, again, prospect, which is stupid. That's why you need to be more responsible. You have the freaking NBA in a bubble right now, 
but you know and and nfl people cam newton things coming down with freaking coronavirus but you know wwe nxt prospects are, are throwing parties probably a trump mm. supporter but anyway uh, <laughs> i shouldn't be so political but damn wow damn it. Hate so pissed off through. so pissed off at this right now but anyway uh throws a party <laughs> and now it's affecting the whole company because you literally have a situation where you know people who are even remotely re married or related or roommates of people in nxt can't be on the pay-per-view they can't be on wwe tv so retribution mia yim obviously keith lee you know there's ties to nxt there this thing this thing is no joke no joke because Nikki cross yeah. married to the killian dane couldn't be on the pay-per-view Shayna baszler lives with dakota uh -huh. kai you know night so Shayna baszler and nia Jax couldn't be on the pay-per-view like holy crap Come off SmackDown. <laughs> uh oh, Brandon, Brandon, you, you froze right like there. The Brandon, you froze right there. Uh oh. On my sister. Uh oh. So now now I'm worried because now now I'm uh -oh. thinking. Has retribution gotten to you? No. Is this retribution yes, trying try, try to hack your system and get on our podcast right now? China trying to give us the Rona. That's what it is. What first of all, this working? is this is beware of dog too. This is supposed to work seamlessly. The hell's going on here, Brandon? What are you doing? Is this working? It's working. Kind of. It it works. It's working like Brandon at his uh <laughs> at his grocery store. Not very well, but it's <laughs> just enough to pay him. This is enough to get by. So yeah, so they got all these people out. Uh, that sort of changed up the storylines a little bit. Right. But the good thing is, uh, I, I think they'll get better. You know, and we can at least continue the storyline on. It'll, it'll, we'll get through this, like everybody, just like the president and Melania. We're gonna get through this together, everybody. <laughs> I gotta read these comments because they're making me laugh. Yeah. And he's saying, um, <laughs> he said, Brandon fell asleep. <laughs> that is your number one fan. <laughs> Not sarcastically, that is your number one fan, Diego. Uh -huh. Fernando is sarcastically your number one fan. Right. Um, right. And then Apron Bump, who's my favorite person in the world after this comment, says, no, 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 Kenny, he didn't freeze. That's his new character, Black Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Can I, can I tell you? Like By the way, Black who's Ice? watching? I love this comment. Who's watching the second Borat movie? Yes, I am planning already a watch party. Originally, you're supposed to just be me and a friend from uh, when I used to work at uh, T-Mobile there. But hmm. I, I'm willing to have more people on. I'll, I'll Screw it. I'll watch it a second time. Have a watch party a second time. Wait, there was a Borat 2? There's a Borat 2 a coming Bo out on uh, the 23rd. What? Yes. Wow. Look at this. Blast from the past. You going to watch it with us, Brandon? Early 2000. Uh, you know what? We'll see. We'll see. But I'm excited now we're going to get some movies back. Now we can see some movies. Is it, it going to be in theaters? No. Can we go live? No. Oh, dang it. It is literally Amazon Video exclusive. Ah, fantastic. But that's okay, Speaking Brandon. of... Yeah. Exclusive. <laughs> what do you think about Bianca Belair's? Say that name again. Bianca Belair's. Brandon can't. Brandon can't even say the name Bianca Belair. This is this is amazing. <laughs> Bianca Bel Bel Belair's exclusive little vignettes, man. Her little bestest contest videos. I love it, man. Uh, this is akin to the uh, the old school Mr. Perfect uh, promos. And like, I didn't realize that Bianca Belair would be a really good person to pull these off with. Like if you told me modern day Mr. Perfect promos, like I, Bianca Belair wouldn't have been the first person that came to mind, but she's pulling it off because she is legitimately an amazing star. Now, one thing I had a problem with was freaking Dave Meltzer. He's like, it's like, I feel like Dave Meltzer just like doesn't understand other cultures or something like that. Like, he really just doesn't understand things. He literally said, Bianca Belair's hair would mean that she couldn't jump over these hurdles. Literally. Because of how long her hair is. She's the EST. She can do whatever she wants. She can do whatever Come the fuck on. she wants, Meltzer. Oh, my God. Like, what, how, how, how is that a criticism? Because her hair is too long. That braided hair is too long. She wouldn't be able to do that. You got to be shitting me. Uh, it's unbelievable, but whatever. Makes no sense. 
but yeah, she's a new star, you know, somebody new they're bringing up, you know, they, they brought her in, then, you know, kind of went away, but now they're bringing her back with these uh, vignettes. So this is good. This is exciting. More new stars in WWE coming in. <laughs> Speaking of uh, other new stars, Dominic Mysterio. Really, Brandon? Because that, that's I have that written in to be like our main topic. So you're going to come. You oh, see, this, see this is what happened yesterday with Brandon. <laughs> Brandon literally starts talking about something I told him to talk about later, but he wants to bring it up. So Brandon's kind of like oh, the guy on the first date that like instantaneously he's like, I love you. Can I kiss you? So yeah. Bra- Brandon's like, let's just cut to the chase. I like you. Let's just, let's Are we going to do this thing? Yeah, I like you. And that may have happened and blown up in his face at Spark and Warp. But anyway. <laughs> I'm just telling oh, you. that went bad. It, that was a bad, that was a really awkward drive home. I had to take her home. It was so bad. Oh, man. She never, she never talked to me again. <laughs> I, what, do you blame her? Dude, the signs were all pointing to certain things. Brandon, let's just have a uh, let's just have a moment of silence, okay? And then maybe I can fix the technical difficulties while we're having that moment of silence. A moment of silence for your sexual career. Bad night. And we're back, Brandon. Let's see if that fixes things. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There it is. There, you're a little bit better. You're you're not jumping around and... You know what it is? I don't think it's really the video. You're really just that spastic. So I'm confusing confusing the fact that you're you're that spastic with the fact that uh, the video is skipping. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of things that are uh, totally unnecessary, uh, Cody Rhodes is back in AEW. (laughs) And... uh, Here's no, my thing. Not no, here's my thing. I'm a huge Cody Rhodes fan. Uh, I I want to. <laughs> it says April Bump. Good. Now I can get alcohol, so I can get through this. Yes, that is how I feel right now. <laughs> this right here is 40 ounces of malt liquor that I've been drinking this whole time just to get just to have a conversation with Brandon. But Cody Rhodes, my thing is like, okay, that part of the stage that he came out on wasn't there for other mm-hmm. AEW dynamites. So literally the episode where he comes out, uh, returns, I should say, has that part of the stage. What the hell? Like literally they gave away his, his, his com- comeback. They should have had that for weeks. Like since he got injured, they should have had that on, on the stage. That's my thing. And that's just me looking, looking for little reasons to, I don't want to say little reasons to bitch, but it's like, dude, there's these little things. Like you got smart fans in AEW. So come on now. Uh, come on now. Half of us knew that Cody Rhodes was coming back. Brandon didn't know. Brandon no, had no, no we, idea. No. Brandon was like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was always there, man. <laughs> Now, what did you think of his his uh, his his outfit, his suit there, uh, the hair color? Do you think it matches with, I, with his tattoo better? I I definitely thought one it matched with the tattoo better, but definitely matched with the guy on Lazy Town a little bit better too. So go look up Lazy Town and you'll see he looks just like wow. Cody Rhodes because he does look like Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I, I wasn't the only one that thought it. Yes, I'm so glad that Cody changed <laughs> his Draco Malfoy look. <laughs> Brandon, you're not. Are you a Harry Potter fan or not? I, no, wow, I, I that's why no wonder. Harry Potter. Wow, no wonder you didn't even I crack didn't even, a smile. I just yeah, thought your brain I wasn't <laughs> connected to your mouth there. <laughs> I didn't even know what Harry Potter was until like the third movie came out. I remember we went to see? Did, was it with you? We saw like the blood goblet or whatever it was. Goblet of fire. I don't like, remember. You think I, fire, I've done? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I've done so much with you that I can't remember, but I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like the first time I heard about it, and then I realized all these kids have been growing up reading Harry Potter all this time, dude. Dang man! So speaking of friggin' uh, coronavirus, getting back into that topic, just thinking about it, uh, our interview with uh, with Mikey Ruckus, by the way, is out and it's got like almost two thousand views, which is kind of crazy. There's only one person beating us right now, and that's Chris Van Vliet. You know what? Kind of, that's good mm-hmm. company. I mean, we he's done several interviews, and then in less than a week. Our interview has done almost yeah. 2,000 views, so I'm, first of all, I'm very proud of that. Go look at the comments. A lot of people were saying we, uh, me and him had really good chemistry. Uh, Brandon, I had no idea that you were wearing a suit. That's how focused I was 
on the episode. I have no idea that your dumbass was wearing a suit during the episode. Why were you wearing a suit? I was being professional. I didn't know what what he would think. No, I wanted literally, to put I made forward. one comment in July, July 2019, when we interviewed Chris Van Vliet, that Brandon should wear a suit. It should be a joke. We should wear suits so Chris Van Vliet will will laugh. And then my AC broke that day, and literally it's 105 degrees in my house. So Brandon ended up wearing a suit, and I didn't because it was just way too hot. I literally was doing that like uh, in Florida heat, mind you, in July, the hottest yeah. month of the year in Florida. I was doing that actually. On record, go look. We did that interview on the hottest day of the year in 2019, and my AC was broken. So I'm oh. proud of the interview for that because I got through that without anybody knowing. But anyway, we do an interview with Mikey Ruckus, and Brandon shows up in a suit, thinking it's July 2019. I never gave him that instruction. But when did I tell you, you what know, a suit? I, just, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to dress up for this. I don't know who else is going to be on the call. I don't know what he's going to think. I wanted to think we're, we're pros, man. I want to think we're, we're big time in it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I, I just threw, I just threw the blazer, you know? It wasn't a big deal. No big deal. <sighs> it was a big deal because Brandon barely talked in this interview and he's wearing a suit. So Brandon looked like an <laughs> AEW rep just sitting there just waiting to make sure everything went correct. Oh, my God. Uh, so Mikey Ruckus, people are asking who. Mikey Ruckus is the guy who makes AEW themes. So he's actually AEW's yes. uh, music guy, as he's affectionately known. So, yeah. So anyway, he was talking about uh, a Will Hobbs theme. Now, coronavirus hits, uh, Lance Archer gets coronavirus, this match gets canceled. So he's talking about a theme that has not yet debuted, so go watch that interview to hear what I'm talking about, because he talks about it might be the best theme he's ever made, and we haven't heard this yet, so now I'm anticipating. We, the way we spoke in that interview is as if it had debuted already. So that is right. just a very interesting piece. Uh, he reveals some exclusive information that he uh, does not say even on Van Vliet's interviews. So I'm really proud of that one. I think that might be our best work yet, personally. All right. Speaking of... Go ahead. Sorry, Bryn. No, I was saying because I was in a suit. That's why it was... I really shouldn't have have let him talk just there. But anyway, speaking (laughs) of the best work possible. So a couple years ago, a lot of people were writing off Alexa Bliss because when she got to the main roster, a lot of people were pushing her. And of course they went to the the route of saying, well, Alexa Bliss is blonde, Vince likes blondes. So he's just pushing her because that, and I'm like, I didn't want, I don't like when people do that, man. I don't like when people just Mm. say, oh, well, this guy is the prototypical WWE guy, or this is because she's blonde, she's getting a push. It's like, you're literally, or Charlotte's Ric Flair's daughter, that's why she's getting a push. You're literally not giving credit to why they're in the position they're in. I've always gone on record as saying Alexa Bliss is the most versatile person WWE has for the simple reason that she can do it all. And if you give her the role, she's just just like that. She was the host of WrestleMania at oh. WrestleMania 35, did amazing. She can be a good babyface. She can be a good heel. I see these okay. same attributes in Lacey Evans, but again, people are going to go sit there and go, oh, it's because she's blonde. You know what I mean? I see these attributes in Lacey Evans as well. Okay? Just the fact that they are blonde is happenstance. Now, go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say, can you you think of a non-blonde on the roster that can do the same thing? Or that that are as versatile? Sasha Bailey, Becky Lynch. Okay. Oh, okay. Like how easy that was. Especially Becky Lynch. Okay, okay. You know? See? Right, so that's why... It's not I don't about think, the hair color. It's not, yeah. it's not. And that's why when people, you know, I've heard, oh, well, Vince likes body guys. Of course Vince likes body guys. Ideally, if a guy has the look and he has the talent, he would be pushed, right? So I hate that that term, but going back to Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss literally can do it all, and we saw that with her segment with The Fiend. With The Fiend, it literally was a... So, Hollis, by the way, you're saying Bailey, no. We know how you feel about Bailey and Sasha Banks. Oh, you're, you're, <laughs> hey, it's your bias. But I like Bailey. But anyway, um, Alexa Bliss, literally in this segment, the way she was talking and the way she just kept staring off was really, really good and almost like she was possessed by The Fiend. Did an amazing, amazing job in this role. I'm really excited to see it. I think she's hitting this one out of the park. Because, holy crap... Apron bump. Who doesn't like body guys? We know how you feel about guys' bodies. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of bodies, how about 
that sexy stuff behind you. His body. Zaddy Roman, you mean, Roman. you mean literally the, what we have as the main event again because Brandon likes to <laughs> freaking blow his load right in the middle of the episode, even though, again, so the so full disclosure, since Brandon keeps trying to, trying to talk about it, we're going to talk about new guys being main eventers as our main event, including Roman, the Roman Reigns and Jey Uso feud. You happy, Brandon? Mm -hmm. Are, have we established right. that that is the main event? Why are you trying to go to like sex a before a first kiss here? What is going on, Brandon? Guys, if, like Brandon, if Brandon's ruining this episode, give event. me a thumbs up right now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tease the main event to keep people hanging on, you know, till the end. You're like, ooh. You're not teasing it at all. Later. You're trying to talk about <laughs> it right now. Don't don't think I'm stupid, Brandon. There's a difference between salesperson and you literally going like, oh, let's talk about this. No, let's not talk about this, Brandon. But uh, what else? What else? Oh, you know, I'd be I'd be remiss right now if I didn't talk about the fact that AEW is celebrating one year of Dynamite and how much has happened in there. Mm. One year in social media is things like that. Um, AEW, you know, we'll talk about it. I think probably episode 100. Our podcast is a direct, and this is why I never accept Brandon saying, oh, I think you're critical of AEW or you don't like AEW. If Brandon mm -hmm. doesn't remember, our podcast is directly a result of AEW even coming to light indirectly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was around that same yeah, time. We'll talk we about that. Up, we'll yeah. talk about that. But the fact that um, our podcast is completely inspired by AEW, and I don't think it's coincidence that we had our first AEW uh, interview, or in first major interview, I should say, with someone from AEW. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, speaking of not so good news, Tegan Knox is out. Speaking of a year, she may be out for a year with a torn ACL. Ooh. That is a major, major injury. And and this poor girl has literally had uh, two major knee injuries before this. And now she's having a, th a third. I was really hoping the Candice LeRae attack backstage was just a, uh, a storyline and not a write-off. And sure enough, it is a write-off, unfortunately. Brand, speaking of Candice LeRae, she's oh, going to be wrestling man. for the women's title at, uh, at NXT TakeOver. Who do you think is in this? Who do you think is debuting or returning? I should say at NXT Takeover because they're doing these weird Call of Duty style vignettes. Dude, I'm sticking with uh, Elias, man. He thinks Elias. That's what I was he thinks with. Elias. You see, Brandon keeps <laughs> talking as if people have seen the other episode. You see, Brandon, Brandon can't get off of that. No. He's, he's. I know this is this is a new. This is a new episode, Brandon. But I don't. It's I think it's Ember Moon. Yeah. I honestly think it's Ember Moon for the simple reason that um, she would make the most sense. And it seems to me like a female more so than a male. There's only two people I think it could be because they were talking about returns. I think we're talking either Bo Dallas or we're talking Ember Moon. My opinion, because it's not going to oh, be Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode just yeah. came uh, Bobby Roode just came back uh, to Monday Night Raw. But speaking of Bobby Roode. So James Storm. Uh, has gone on record, I think it was with uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet, has said that he was supposed to debut for WWE post-WrestleMania, but COVID obviously changed those plans. Now, my thing is, oh. but when Robert Roode came out, his hair kind of was grown out a little bit. Do you think that beer money's coming to WWE? Or am I just reading too far into this? It's like Brandon wearing a hat. Is he making yeah. a jazz album? <laughs> you know, am I reading too far into this? <laughs> you know, I got this hat from... Uh... From our buddy Steph, so that's why I look jazzy. Musical of course. Guy. Wait, wait. So but, speaking uh, of our buddy Steph, yeah. uh, random sidebar. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, for some reason, wears Stefano's clothes all the time. But anyway, <laughs> don't think I don't notice that. Literally, every time you come in with a new album, he's like, he's like, oh, man, Stefano bought this for me. So I, I'm just saying, if he's your sugar daddy, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take some heavy downs from a sugar daddy, man. No shame. No shame in my game. Brandon. But, <laughs> Brandon. Yeah. Beer. Yes. Money. Wow. Yeah, no, I hope you they saw, you saw that delay. You saw that delay in his brain. Anyway. <laughs> big money is it's still a, it would be a big tag team, you know, I think it spice up the tag team division on WWE definitely. You haven't seen it there, so. I think so too, man. Something I, to look forward to. Hopefully it happens. Dude, yeah. they're they're literally up on that. You know what? Holy crap. The chat is saying it could be James Storm. 
But no, then they, they, then they talk about um, James Storm. Then they talk about it being a returning NXT champion. If it's just return to NXT, it could be James Storm because he did do two appearances in NXT. So that's actually not far fetched. But I'm pretty sure the promo said something about returning to former glory, as in like I've been a champion in NXT, things like that. That's why we limit it to Bo Dallas and Ember Moon. But uh, yeah, James Storm um, and Robert Roode could be a game changer for WWE because to me, they're capable of being like that tag team that you could put in the main event. You know what I mean? Like the Road Warriors. I mean, yeah, and I don't want to compare. I don't know. They're still want to say they're up with the Road Warriors, but they were they were big time for TNA to the point where remember what happened in their breakup in, in TNA. They started feuding for the world title after that. And they started, you know, going between each other, the, the hot shot in the title between each other. Everybody's saying it's Neville. I don't. I don't think it's Neville. <laughs> Neville still signed, uh, or Pac is still signed with AEW. I'm pretty sure. AEW. I mean, if he if he was quietly released, I wouldn't. I mean, hey, I'll, you never know in the wrestling business because you know, I feel like uh, nobody would actually knows Pac's contract status. They did kind of just drop that group. You know, I feel like by now he would come back, right? Then again, they they might be saving him for the next pay per view, Full Gear. So who knows? Who knows? But hey. You never yeah. know. Now, this is kind of in the same ballpark, and I don't think it's a part of the main event. <laughs> so what is this business with WWE moving from full sale? Yeah, so WWE, that's a good one to talk about. WWE is actually um, moving away from full sale university. And let's talk about that for the simple reason that WWE has had a relationship with full sale university since the beginning days of, of NXT here. So that is, that is huge news. Triple H on the media call for NXT uh, TakeOver saying um, they have a, a surprise basically planned. And I think what it is is that they're going to have some fans here. I wouldn't be surprised to, you know, I, you know, I haven't talked to them and I'm not going to because I like to be surprised. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see like the NXT faithful as in like the Izzy, Izzy's family or uh, Kyle or some of these fans, you know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if WWE basically they're faithful if they did some COVID testing and let them come in and just had a small crowd, mm. my opinion. Um, so hopefully that can happen. But the reason WWE doesn't um, want to continue with full sale, uh, some students have been allowed back. So obviously there's a l- little bit more of a risk of being compromised. Not only that, the whole point of their relationship with full sale was to utilize students so they can learn the production aspect of things and learn a little bit about the business and WWE cameras to kind of maybe bring them up one day to work WWE. Now, when you take away this aspect, the students aren't actually there uh, doing the production. It's like, what's the point of being at Full Sail? Not only that, because they're on campus, Full Sail has a policy that's basically like, we're not going to allow fans in. So if they're not going to allow fans in, I'm going to fix my mic here, keep knocking it. Um, If they're not going to allow fans in, and WWE's kind of leaning towards getting a limited capacity of fans back in, obviously it was amicable that they just don't want, they don't want to do business anymore together. And who knows, maybe they can mm. do it back down back the road. But I think this is the end of NXT in full sale. And NXT's evolved past full sale. I'm actually gonna miss that that feel though. They are gonna do it at the performance center they're talking about. But hey, come on, think about production costs. Think about it. The fact that they won't have a relationship there, they're just gonna have everything in-house mm. is definitely gonna cut some costs. It's gonna be Bo Diddley. Do you even know who Bo Diddley is? <laughs> Bo Diddley. He means Bo Dallas. Before my time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that was before my time. Let's see here. Uh, so they're moving on from full sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what about this? Uh, Tampa listed as internal host uh, for WrestleMania. So let's talk about that because uh, WrestleVotes actually put out uh, something saying that internally for the past month, WWE has been talking about Tampa doing WrestleMania 37, all but confirmed. So all but confirmed that WWE mm-hmm. is going because they do not want to deal with the whole LA is not doing anything until past WrestleMania. But I, I've heard rumors that WWE doesn't want to be the one to cancel it. They want to kind of let LA cancel it. So internally, they're talking mm-hmm. that WrestleMania is going to happen again. This is assuming that, you know, they can have fans there. But they right. are internally speaking about WrestleMania being in Tampa. This will be kind of weird because then you ask yourself, do they just go with the same theme with the same logo? And do they just run it back? But it's kind of awkward. A lot of people have been rumoring uh, Roman Reigns versus The Rock 
which would make sense because Roman's been talking about being the head of the table. And we'll get into Roman Reigns right. at the end, but he's talking about the head of the table and all that stuff, and like The Rock can take offense to that, basically saying, I'm the big dog here in the family, not you. And I would actually like to see right. a babyface Rock versus a heel Roman. Because Roman's just been hitting it out of the park, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping, yeah, like you said, they're able to start getting fans in, because I think uh, we already have the governor here lifting some restrictions. I think he was talking about you know still having the full Super Bowl. So, you know, I doubt maybe that. things will start working I, out. I really doubt that, yeah, especially doubt that. <laughs> that's going to happen, especially with uh, Trump now going down with the coronavirus. I feel like they're going to be a little <laughs> bit more cautious with stuff. Just my Quite opinion. Tough. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, uh, let's talk about it, because by the way, Trump, that, that's why I have it listed on uh, WWE Hall of Famer has coronavirus. That's who that's who that was. Brandon right. is Trump. <laughs> Trump, oh, your boy. Trump is. Ah, ah. You see, I just don't want to say it like that. Um but anyway, uh, also, we'd be remiss if we didn't say, uh, you know, congratulations to Chris Jericho. 30 years in the wrestling business. Chris Jericho's career is almost as old as I am. Really think about that. Um, so 30 years of Jericho, one year of AEW Dynamite. And we're also celebrating two years of the Kenny Fury Thoughts podcast as we near episode 100. So it's actually this episode, I guess, is actually air, airing on the, uh, the two year anniversary right now. Because it was about this time that we started. So two years of me sitting uh, in my underwear talking to Brandon. How do you feel about that, Brandon? <laughs> you, do, you do it well, man. You do it better than anybody. I had no idea you were just in your underwear. I thought you were wearing pants at least. But See? The that's magic, how, that's how the good magic of cropping. But anyway. <laughs> Brandon, how do you feel about Sasha Banks uh, coming back on SmackDown? And we had talked about this in our .5 episode, our full episode that we're now scrapped. But uh, we thought we we thought this match would happen at Hell in a Cell. So apparently, this match is happening next week on SmackDown. That's a little. I don't know how I feel about this because it's like since we've been waiting for it for so long, you figured, all right, is this going to be a big save for the pay per view sort of thing, right? Uh, <sighs> It's hard. I mean, either way, it's going to be good, but that that gives you something to tune in for, you know, to to watch SmackDown for. You know what I mean? So, well, it's also it's, the WWE draft. Let's talk about that. The yeah. draft is happening next week, which I'm I'm a huge fan of because it's it's you know with what's going on in the world and stuff. It's kind of nice to see some like shaking up, shaking it up a little bit, and changing the WWE product. So I'm, I'm totally a fan of that. We'll probably see some NXT call ups uh, in that sense. Um, shuffling the deck here but that's obviously why they're putting sasha and bailey because they want it to be like a big uh a big episode but my thing is i feel like there's going to be some short sort of uh chicanery here some sort maybe sasha can't continue things like that bailey takes her out dq right away uh that way we can see them at hell in a cell because i don't think that this is gonna end up anywhere but hell in a cell my opinion right my opinion, but let's see. I mean, let's see. WWE can always disappoint us. It can do like Brandon on a date and disappoint us. <laughs> now, do you? So, do you like this draft sort of concept in general? Mm. Uh, keeping the separate variants, or should it just be everybody can just go to both shows? Or do you kind of like having you know this draft aspect? No, I like. I really like uh, having split rosters. Um, I've always liked them having split rosters. It makes things feel special. But I just don't like that they bastardize it a lot. And, uh, you know, they have so like, why did Mandy Rose go to Raw if there was a draft coming up? Like, why couldn't they just tie that into a storyline of like Otis being heartbroken over Mandy Rose? But, you know, they could always uh, have Mandy Rose come back to SmackDown or Otis go to Raw. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're back. You know, that sort of thing (laughs) as he humps the air with his meat. But, you know, I, I always like the draft, but it feels kind of lame in in a way because they're in the thunderdome so it's like the same arena so in that sense mm-hmm. i feel like maybe they shouldn't have done a draft like if they had like oh fans come back like let's say fans were coming back i feel like that's when you do the draft like, like do it that week uh but you know they I, they probably had this in the works to begin with internally for the whole year anyway so they probably have some long-term story uh telling to do going into wrestlemania so it's like you know they, they're probably doing this for a reason you know, I can see. Uh, I, can, I I mean, I can see AJ Styles going from from from, from SmackDown to Raw. I, I mean, he's done it all on SmackDown. And, and Drew McIntyre needs a new challenger. 
Why not the phenomenal one, AJ Styles? <laughs> Seriously, I can see AJ Styles going to Raw because Paul Heyman's dumbass is on SmackDown. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah i know wow. he said that's all water under the bridge on his twitch stream which we'll get into twitch streams right after this but go ahead brandon oh man well uh yeah no no, no. i was going to talk about uh, you know sort of the longest term storylines where you think okay. things are going uh with uh the Alea mysterio angle and uh buddy murphy so let's talk the about buddy murphy's Merman. law or murphy's uh obvious <laughs> yeah. We got that's got to be the term we use now. Murphy's uh, obstruction of the law. Um, <laughs> Aaliyah Mysterio is 19 years old. Now, let me finish because I'm going to get a little controversial, but let me get there. I promise you. All right. Yeah. Um, Aaliyah Mysterio is 19 years old. Buddy Murphy's either 31 or 32 years old. So in that sense, I feel like this storyline's a little out of touch, especially since WWE's gone through a lot of sexual, the wrestling business in general, a lot of sexual allegations, a lot of, uh, you know, guys sleeping with younger girls bluntly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like in that sense, WWE's a little bit out of touch, kind of like when they had underground, the raw underground dancers. And it was like, eh, like I don't have a problem <laughs> with it. Man. I don't I have a problem it. with it, but I feel like in 2020, you're setting the wrong, uh, wrong precedent. You know what I mean? Um, that being said, um, yeah, I feel like WWE shouldn't be doing this. However, I have to take a step back and understand that that is talking about a real life sense, a real life in a, in real life, a 19 year old and a 31, 32 year old. I feel like would be shouldn't do that. However, in a storyline sense, when you have a heel doing this manipulating, quote-unquote, with a 19-year-old girl, I kind of like it. I'm okay with it, especially since they're both, you know, they both signed off on this. Obviously, Rey Mysterio is okay with this storyline. He, hell, he might have even been the one to pitch it. Who knows? But this is a, it's a good storyline. Now, that being said... I'm going to eat some crow because I know I've gone on record saying there is no romance angle here. And I still stick to that for the simple reason that I don't think we have a romance angle. We have a manipulation angle. This is not going to end with Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah Mysterio together. This is going to be more so, you know, the whole storyline. Hey, let me spoil it. This is going one or two ways. Aaliyah Mysterio is being portrayed as I'm not naive. My dad thinks I'm naive and now her brother thinks she's naive and I'm going to lash out at that, right? And now Murphy's going to take advantage. So either it's going to lead to Murphy turning babyface, which I don't think that's going to happen. My opinion. I think he's going to still be misguided. Um, I don't think Aaliyah Mysterio is going to turn on the Mysterio family. In fact, I think the responsible thing to do in 2020, you know, is not have the female be the naive pawn piece in this. I think it would be more responsible and actually a better storyline if Aaliyah Mysterio was playing Buddy Murphy's ass the whole time. And basically playing Seth Rollins. Because to me, okay. Seth Rollins needs some comeuppance in this storyline. He's stirring the pot, right? He looked at Murphy's phone, saw these texts, released them. He's doing all these shitty things. Obviously, Rey Mysterio's eye, things like that. What's the payoff there? I think, in my opinion, the payoff is going to be Aaliyah Mysterio manipulating Murphy. And hell, maybe she was. You maybe Murphy was in on it. That could be the payoff too. Murphy was in on it so that Seth Rollins would think something. That's why he left his phone on purpose, things like that. So basically, they were all playing Seth Rollins. So I don't think again, when wrestling fans say, "Oh, there's a romance angle going on," I think you're not letting it develop. I think there is more to this storyline. This storyline in general has been pretty ingenious with the way they've been doing things. So I'm going to give WWE credit on this one and let it play out my opinion uh yeah uh well moving on to sort of speaking of questionable romances uh poor joy ryan he's got to uh sue some accusers let's not spend a lot of time he's on this money. one not lose a, 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 put a lot yeah. of time on this but um you know because I, I i've had people say oh don't give joey ryan the time of day but here's my thing time it's not okay. necessarily i don't want to give him the time of day it's that i want to shed light on how irresponsible this is Okay, you have a situation where Joey Ryan's gone on uh, social media and basically admitted to this. Remember that hour long video that none of us wanted to watch about Joey Ryan talking about, yeah, these things happen, but I should have been more responsible. So, Brandon, let's let's play a little game. Okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to be Do Joey Ryan's uh, attorney and I'm going to be the defense attorney and I'm going to squash you with just one statement. 
Watch. Because Joey Ryan has claimed, let's just say this, Joey Ryan's claimed that he's losing $20,000 a month because of these accusations. So go ahead. So, Your Honor, uh, my client, Joey Ryan, is a world-class talent, uh, you know, known worldwide for his character in wrestling. Uh, He's losing, okay, potentially 20K a month due to these accusations. Uh, Something needs to stop here. I mean, he hasn't been convicted of anything. I mean, this is hurting his brand. He's not able to get work. He's, He's just losing out. Your Honor, if I may, and here's what the defense attorney should say. And it's just one statement, and it will end it. Your Honor, Joey Ryan uh, is losing $20,000 a month simply because independent shows have not been able to run due to coronavirus and fans not being there. WWE, the biggest company in the world, hasn't had fans since March. It is erroneous to assume that Joey Ryan is losing $20,000 a month due to my client's involvement. My client is a victim in this situation, and Joey Ryan is trying to exploit my client just to be a scapegoat of why he is losing this money. The case would be thrown out automatically because people are losing money due to coronavirus. There are millions of people without jobs, things like that. I mean, furloughed, things like that. How can Joey Ryan be so stupid to think that he can come up with a case in court to say, oh, because of the accusers. I mean, he could probably argue, oh, AEW or WWE won't hire me because of because of these accusations. But guess what? AEW and WWE wasn't going to hire him because it was really, his gimmick is really stupid as it is. It's as simple as that. It's all I kind of want to talk to on, on Joey Ryan. Right. But I'm telling you, it is a stupid, stupid argument to freaking get to sue your accuser. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, let's get into this really quick. Um, the McMahon uh, WWE taking over talents, Twitch accounts, things like uh, yeah, of that let, nature. Let's talk about that yeah. because I do want to talk about. I I was alluding to it earlier. Uh, WWE has basically said yeah. that they are going to uh, take over talent accounts, uh, talent accounts uh, in a month, Twitch accounts. So basically, uh, what's going on here, I guess I don't have it listed, I thought I did, but basically WWE is saying that they're going to take a percentage of talent's uh, cuts on Twitch. Now there's rumors that, that someone like Paige is making upwards of, was it 4500 or $45,000 like wow. a, a month on Twitch? And she's built the platform on her own, and now you have a situation where WWE's going to take a majority cut. Not only that, it's going to count towards their downside on their contract. Holy shit, man. That is just big bad WWE coming in and saying, nope, you work for us. But we're not going to pay you health insurance. <laughs> and I just I just feel like... expensive. I, I don't know, man. It's like, how can you do one thing and not do the other? It's my thing. Let them have their fucking Twitch, man. Let them just... Ha- let them have their Twitch. What is, what is going wrong with them having Twitch? I guess maybe... <sighs> Yeah, especially if I, I could see one thing if maybe you weren't sort of censor themselves or, you know, you have sort of a code of conduct or something you want to, you know, perform in their social media. But then, like, you know, sort of that affecting their money. Uh, I don't know how, <laughs> how I feel about that one. Yeah, I, I just think, you know, I don't everybody there's people on social media that call me a WWE apologist and things like that. And I'm like, right. I'm not like I, I don't forgive. I don't think Vince McMahon's doing anybody a favor here. Uh, my my point of view, uh, especially with that internal memo, like damn, come on, man, like AJ Styles too, like AJ Styles has fun on Twitch, like how how are you gonna let these, how are you just gonna take control of these people's accounts? Like say they can't use their WWE likeness, cool, let them use their personal names, like they have to use their own names, that's fine, mm-hmm. just let that happen. But anyway, uh, let's get to the main event here, Brandon, because I think right now you see a shirtless Roman Reigns behind us. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Roman Reigns, okay? <laughs> Um, I'd like to say, first of all, the Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso feud, as good as the Rey Mysterio uh, family, feud, uh, family feud is, I think this one is what WWE is doing well. They're hitting this one out of the park. Holy crap. Roman Reigns, this is exactly what we asked for. And still people are complaining, of course. Still people find a reason to complain. <laughs> it's like literally you asked for Roman to be heel. And then when he did the, you know, the whole show up and win stuff, when he was just showing up for two seconds, pinning somebody and leaving, this is stupid. WWE's blah, blah. 
he's a heel. It's literally what they wanted. They wanted that reaction. They wanted you to not find a reason to like him. The way to really piss people off now in wrestling storylines is to piss them off for real. I don't think people are realizing that. I, again, I always call it kayfabe 2.0. Piss fans off for real. That is how you get heel heat. So that they can't go online and be like, this is a great storyline. You know what I mean? You have them go online and be like, WWE's fucking stupid. Roman Reigns should just show up and beat people. Exactly why they're doing it. Well, let's talk about this. What are you saying? No, I was saying, yeah, especially like when he, you know, he signs the contract, like right before the match sort of thing. Absolutely. That created so, yeah. Absolutely, man. And, and, and my thing, too, is like, can we, can we talk about the fact that Jay Uso has completely stepped it up? And I talk about, you know, new stars being built in WWE. And a lot of people are always like, oh, we need new stars. But when they give you new stars, you say, oh, they're not good enough. So you literally have, you literally have a situation where Jay Uso is being stepped up to the main event right now. I call him a new star. Some people disagree with me on that for the simple reason that Jay Uso has been there for 10 years. In 1991, 1992, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart were considered new stars because they were new to the singles division. That's my argument. Jay Uso was the Usos. He was part of a tag team. Nobody knew who Jay Uso was up until this run. Now, that, that being said, you have Dominic Mysterio on Raw. In, so let's talk about Dominic Mysterio. First of all, I found out in Chris Van Vliet's interview that, you know, that match at SummerSlam was his first official match. As in, like, he's had practice matches against his dad, against Lance Storm, things like that. That was his first official match. So when he gets that hug from Vince and stuff, that is a genuine, like, we gave you the ball and you ran with it. So that's the definition of new star right there. How do you have a problem with him? He hit it out of the park. How many people could go have the match he had at SummerSlam in their first match? That's right. Vince McMahon tested his ass, and he did amazing. I'm just saying. And then people are criticizing Keith Lee. Oh, well, Keith Lee, you see, they're not doing anything with him. It's like, I'm sorry, he beat Randy Orton. He did all these amazing things that he had, quote unquote, no business doing as a new person. And you're telling me he's not getting a push. Okay. But anyway, Roman versus uh, Jay Uso. I hear people, again, criticism. Oh, well, he's not a new star. He's only in that position because of Roman. He's all, it's, this is nepotism, basically, is what they're trying to say. Okay. If this is nepotism, then you have to make that same argument about Owen Hart in 1994. Mm. Because the only reason Owen Hart got into a feud with his brother, who was the WWF champion, was because he was a Hart. Right? If we're going to accuse nepotism. People need to stop stop saying that just because someone gets a chance because of their family, that that means that the reason for their success is because of their family. Jey Uso didn't have to be as successful as he was in this feud. It was his talent that made him shine. He was given the ball in this feud because of his family, and he hit it out of the park. Right. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. Go ahead. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm just saying he he's also been there for you know ten plus years, busting it in in the in tag team division. You know, so he's you know sort of earned a chance. At least, exactly. You know, Give him a chance. Yeah. Here's my thing: if he had not done well. This probably would have been changed as soon as uh, Clash of Champions happened. They probably would have went with somebody else for Roman's next feud. But because it's working, they're going to continue developing layers to this. Okay? They're going to continue. They're going to keep going. Well, Dominic Mysterio has fought Seth Rollins like 50 times. Why is that? Because he did well in his his match at SummerSlam. And then also what people are not considering, Rey Mysterio went down with an injury. So, of course, Dominic Mysterio is just being slotted in. So all these matches happening with Seth Rollins weren't necessarily supposed to happen. They were supposed to have Rey Mysterio and some and things like that. But plans got changed because Rey Mysterio got hurt. He hurt his left knee five times. <laughs> in this case, I think it was his shoulder. <laughs> those, those don't try this at home ads, by the way. It just burned into my brain. <laughs> oh, man. Start of every DVD. Start did every some. single DVD. But anyway, getting back into it, again, saying that someone's getting a chance because of their last name does not mean does not equate to success because I'm going to be blunt. Look at freaking David San Martino back in the day. Got a chance because of his dad. Who's his dad? Bruno San Martino, arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. Didn't do well. I, I hate to say it. David Flair 
didn't have too much mm -hmm. of a run. He did well in WCW, didn't have too much of a run in WWE. So just because you're given the chance, I would say it's, it's harder when you have a, a famous last name. Because the expectations are higher for you and you have to live up to that name. Yeah. You're, if your last name's Flair, you could... Yes, you're getting the opportunities, but you can fail hard because the minute you do something, everyone's going to criticize it. Same, look, Randy Orton, perfect example. Randy Orton. Randy Orton's father and grandfather were stars, but Randy Orton became a bigger star than each of them combined. That's because of his talent. Randy Orton has more talent in his, in his little finger than most do. Like, I guess my point is, if Randy Orton was just a single star, didn't have the last name Orton, he would be one of the greatest of all time anyway so i don't know why people i don't know people i guess my thing is people always like to complain and think they know right just like when i was on the thunderdome this is this will tell you how stupid people are sometimes i was on the wwe thunderdome okay i was having technical issues out the ass and you could go watch that video on uh on youtube.com slash kenny for your thoughts literally i had a a, a girl was saying Oh, are, is WWE only allowing streamers into this? How come I can't get in? Because I signed up just like everybody else. But you see how people, when they want to be negative, they can make an assumption. So, oh, because I have a platform. I was personally invited by WWE to be on the Thunderdome. And WWE made sure my connection had priority. I was kicked out three times before I could even get in. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to make it. I was pissed off. I was like, I'm not going to make it on. And I finally made it on at 7.59, and I watched it just like everybody else. And so I'm just using myself as an example as a very small example. I'm nobody. And yet that was uh, a tweet that somebody had come out. So now amplify that when you're a Charlotte Flair, when you're a Roman Reigns, when you're a Jey Uso, an Owen Hart. You know, can you imagine if, if the internet existed back in 94? They would have said, Owen, Bret Hart's little stupid brother, Owen, He's getting a shot at the title. This is stupid. I want to see Bret Hart face Shawn Michaels. I want to see him face somebody else. Why is he facing his stupid brother? That's how people would have talked. And, it's, and the reason we're able to talk about the Owen Hart and Bret Hart feud is because there was no social media and we get to see the whole course of the feud. Okay? So I think when we get to the end of the Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy feud, by the time we get to the end of the Roman Reigns, Jey Uso feud, we're going to remember how good feuds were. Nobody's going to remember the criticism about how these people shouldn't be in their spots. No. And especially since they're both knocking out of the park, you know, you're two new stars potentially, you know, coming out of this. Exactly. Exactly. But guys... Thank you so much. I know we were having technical issues again. I don't know what's going on here. I got. I think. I think it's because uh, now with everybody home due to quarantining more, I think the internet is just unreliable. Or maybe Brandon is not paying my bill anymore. You know, Brandon pays my bill. So, is that what's going on, Brandon? <laughs> or have you not paid my internet bill? I might have forgotten. Damn it! I knew last month's payment. I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna get on it. But Brandon, before you we're go, we're gonna pay some bills here. Before you go, yes. I think. I think you had a song to sing. You told me you wanted to, to sing right. something. Hold on, hold on one second. Let's, Dude, let's, I'm feeling let's... some kind of way right now. You are? Okay, let's see. Let's see if we can do this. All right. Ready, Brandon? Ready. Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best Getting in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped now offers I'm precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology. Before I hit the road. Normal clippers mess me up. Nixon cuts mess me up. Now I'm bleeding everywhere. Itching on me too. Every sleepless night. Got too much hair down there. I need to mow it down. Need to stay clean to bear. But now there's a better way. Now I can shave these things. This much I know is true. Use Manscaped to shave your pubes, and you'll be silky smooth. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable, Brandon. 
<laughs> thank you so much guys for joining us in our redo we'll probably be um probably be on next friday or saturday depending on brandon's schedule be back in our normal time slot and hopefully not have so many technical issues brother brother but again thank you so much before you go please hit that thumbs up button go ahead and subscribe and we'll see you next week for episode 99 we got planned something for episode 100 brandon i don't know what we're doing yet maybe i'll just kick brandon off maybe and then just sit here for two hours staring at the camera maybe that'll be enough for an episode 100 <laughs> but anyway guys thank you so much <laughs> it'll be less of a load have a good rest of your weekend. <laughs> yes, yes, he's my big guy.